Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will talk about the importance and value of tuning into your inner voice and ways you can practice tuning into it. I hope you all are doing well. Um, I have, I feel like, gone kind of MIA. It has just been so, so much going on. Um, I am definitely just exhausted. I feel like I am hitting that burnout point and um, definitely have senioritis, like, which is just like when you're itching to just graduate already and I'm there. I am fully there. I am hitting the last month of undergrad and it just it feels so close yet so far because I feel like my classes have been very like not easy but just like things have been going nothing too crazy having to do but now in the last month, this is where all the major, big, final projects, long research papers. So it's, yeah, April is going to be quite a month, but we're going to get through it. I am just ready to walk across the stage, though. I am truly tired. <laughs> um, and I'm also in like this waiting period, trying to find out about this internship and the decisions keep getting pushed back because they had like a high volume of applicants. So trying to see if I got that. Um, and then also trying to find out if I got into grad school. So it's just this waiting period while also doing all this other work. So it's just been a lot going on. Uh, but you know, definitely wanted to get an episode out today. And then, um, yeah, I've just been trying to complete this research paper that's like 15 pages long and I just have had no motivation because it's just so much to go into it. So I'm just like, oh Lord, help me get through this. But I did recently start a new anxiety medication, which I was really proud of because I've always been a little hesitant about getting onto anxiety medication just because I, for me personally, I feel like whether it's over-the-counter medicine or prescription medicine, my body for some reason just doesn't like take too kindly to new medications. Like some people, if they have like, okay, if you take a certain medicine and it says you might get these type of side effects, some people don't feel them or they might feel like a little bit but me no I'm probably most likely guaranteed to get the hard side effects that they talk about on medication so I'm like I don't know about this but I tried one over the summer and I didn't really like it I also guess I probably didn't give it the fairest shot either because I took it once or twice or so and it made me lightheaded and I was like nope I don't want this so then I was like, okay, let me try a different one recently because I was going to, after the summer, try to just self-manage my anxiety. But then there was some times throughout these past couple of weeks where my anxiety got really, really debilitating um, during times that it probably shouldn't have. Like 
it was good things happening or like fun things happening and I was still having anxiety and I was like okay yeah no I was like I need something else more than just like you know meditation and stuff to actually really help me get through this because I was like I just it's starting to take over my day-to-day -day life and um so I got the new medication and from my doctor and it's it's um it's going it's definitely having side effects but this time I'm trying to just let it run its course and give it a chance because it's supposed to help with anxiety and depression and also with um, ADHD as well which I don't have ADHD but you know if this medicine can help me be a little more focused that would be great so um I am looking forward to hopefully getting to a place where I have a medication that can truly help me in my learning to be more calm journey because uh, anxiety is very much just a very hard thing to live with so I'm hoping that it's good but right now it's definitely making me lightheaded it's suppressing my appetite a bit like I haven't been hungry but I know I have to eat obviously so it's the side effects are there but it's I guess they could be worse so I'm just gonna let it run its course and just see and hopefully it'll be good I hope I have I'm hopeful for it for sure um and then of course the stress too of just trying to buy everything I spent so much money just trying to buy all these different outfits for my graduation photo shoot trying to find decorations for my grad party um, setting up appointments for my hair and makeup and talking to my um, photographer about what date and time and it's just so much and I'm a perfectionist so I have like all these visions of what I want my grad shoot to look like like my grad pictures and it's like I've just been all over the place trying to figure it out because I was like you only graduate from undergrad once like you know you get this grand opportunity and I want these photos to be good but I've also just been trying to tell myself calm down like it's not this serious <laughs> so um it's just it's very stressful though and I just keep thinking about how in Florida the weather is never guaranteed so I'm definitely concerned that I hope it doesn't rain or it's cloudy or anything like that because my photographer only uses natural light so I'm just like oh gosh like please let the weather cooperate so you know I'm just gonna be very hopeful for the best and we will see how it ends up going so that's just my little update since I've been gone for a little minute but um, for this episode, I wanted to talk about tuning into your inner voice because I know that that's just something I've been talking about a lot lately in this class that I'm a teaching assistant for. And I just wanted to share the idea of tuning into your inner voice because it's a really valuable thing to do for yourself. And I've just loved being able to teach this and run different inner voice activities with the students because it's like they're really they're younger. And so it's just really good to be able to help them develop this skill um, at their younger age. And um, hopefully as they progress further in college, they'll be a lot more better with tuning into their inner voice because it will come in handy for sure. Um, 
and I, I just think it's valuable and once you're in tune with it it can further develop the relationships that you have in your life because when you're in tune with yourself I feel like you can definitely be in tune more with other people and so I just think that you know understanding your inner voice and um, connecting with it it helps you just develop all these different perspectives and it helps you just understand more about you and um, the people around you. And so I also wanted to just briefly talk about inner voice versus intuition because I feel like I've maybe somewhere along the line, I can't remember how to episode about intuition or um, briefly touched on it or something. So I just wanna say like, I think inner voice and intuition, they're not quite the same, but I feel like once you develop understanding both your inner voice and intuition they can work hand in hand together so I feel like intuition it's more so of like that unconscious gut feeling of like oh something's gonna happen whether good or bad but like your inner voice is more so of like that guiding voice like just knowing it's like you're very conscious of it and it's just knowing um, about you um, understanding like just like being that guide for you to help you think through things versus like intuition is more of like I feel more quick and inner voice is more of like that slow processing type of voice um, and so I think that sometimes our inner voice can just be so loud for sure I know for me it definitely can be and it can just be full of a lot of different thoughts that can really just cause us to struggle to focus uh, especially when it comes to listening to other people because you can't truly listen to someone and your mind is just racing with all these different thoughts so sometimes your inner voice can take over um, and I know I can definitely attest to this because my mind is just constantly going about everything that you know sometimes I just really want it to quiet down because I'm like I just need to focus and my voice is my inner voice is just going and going and going um, and it can it can be a lot to deal with your inner voice sometimes and it's really interesting actually because um, in the class that I am um, that I TA for we actually talked about an experiment that was conducted and it said that 64% of men and 15% um, of women they chose to self-administer like these electric shocks to, the, to themselves to avoid having to listen to their inner voices and I just thought that was so interesting that people would rather administer some type of electric shock than to have to listen to their inner voice because sometimes it can literally be so much it can be so many different things things that you don't even want to think about things that you didn't even know were there and all of a sudden your inner voice is bringing it out uh sometimes saying things that you don't want to hear so i i get it but you know it's so important to at least understand it and listen to it and connect with it because you can't just push it off you can only push it off for so long before it truly starts to affect you and your life in some way um and so we also had talked about like you know do you think your inner voice is friendly or do you think it's critical and a lot of people were saying that they feel like their inner voice is more critical than friendly and I definitely agree because I know my inner voice can be very very critical at times and I actually just the other day was thinking about how I really 
like I feel my I feel my emotions super super deeply and I don't understand why but I feel my emotions on such a deep level sometimes and I'm just like why and I think it's because my inner voice is just like why would you say that or you know why would you say it in that type of tone and just always thinking about the worst of the worst instead of like the good parts of things so I definitely think that a lot of people can be their worst critics and um, our inner voices can be kind of critical at times when we should have it be a little more friendly and I think the more time you spend with trying to connect with your inner voice the more time you will really be able to uh learn more about it and make it more friendly than critical it's all about you kind of just nurturing it and developing it to become more of like a friendly voice but also real so an uh, inner voice that's friendly but is also going to be like look this is the reality of this and you know not like a sugarcoating type of uh inner voice that makes you think you don't do any wrong or you know anything like that so um and we also it was very interesting because another question we talked about was like what does your inner voice remind you of and what does your inner voice tell you and I just thought that was a very interesting concept and question because I think for me my inner voice reminds me a lot of like truly a critic like you know like the judges on food shows and like just all these different competition shows but also at the same time I feel like my inner voice reminds me of just like a comforting voice because I feel like my inner voice kind of has those two different sides it's it's almost like that angel on one shoulder the devil on the other uh because my inner voice sometimes it's like it's going to be okay things happen here's what we can do and then sometimes that other side can kind of come in and be like no this is the worst case scenario all this different stuff but I feel like I've definitely been working on just trying to push away that negative and just try to turn that more into a positive instead of just beating myself up over every single little thing. And I feel like your inner voice, it's very valuable because it guides you and it just helps you make sense of things. And I feel like it helps you to just stay in tune with yourself, even on your hardest days. And it's a process to have a great relationship with your inner voice, especially again, if you're someone like me who can be overly critical of yourself. But over time, when you truly do like mind exercises and just nurture your inner voice and take the time to connect with it, you will do so much better with it. So um, some ways that I wanted to share with you on how to, you know, just tune into your inner voices are, for one, listening to others, because I feel like eventually that's going to help you listen to yourself. When you practice just listening to other people, really, truly understanding and connecting with where they're coming from, I feel like that will ultimately help you be able to connect with yourself and listen to yourself because you're constantly just practicing it. Um, also, just making sure that you're creating time for self-care. And so um, I feel like a lot of the time people 
don't take that time to have self-care and sometimes it can be hard because we have busy schedules and I know for me sometimes I want to just push push that off my plate because I'm like I have things to do but truly you just need to I'm sure at least 30 minutes of your day somewhere whether it's in the morning afternoon somewhere you can have time to just take care of yourself for a minute and for me it's um so far I think lately it's been the gym and even though I'm not the biggest fan I don't think of the gym anymore because I'm really trying to lose weight to fit into this jumpsuit that my aunt Cindy left behind for me uh I want to fit into it for my graduation in May and it's just so I've been really doing those intense type of workouts in the gym so I'm not like the biggest fan of it anymore but I know that I need to do it and it feels empowering at the same time when I do it because I'm like okay this is for a bigger purpose you're gonna do it and it feels good when the workout is over but um I say that to say that's a part of my self-care um and I know a lot of people say they don't like going to the gym alone but I definitely love going to the gym alone because that's like my moment that's my self-care I have my airpods in and I'm just in the moment so you know I'm telling you create time for that self-care I have had times where I've gone to the gym late and everything because I'm like I don't want to miss this like I have to have my self-care moment because even though like the gym it's not like the most favorite thing I do I guess it's still something that I consider to be a part of my self-care so I always try to make sure I block off time for that um, and obviously you know for your self-care you know do things that you enjoy and I do things I enjoy too and like I said I don't hate the gym completely but it's you know it's a progress it's a progress for sure um also just going outside and just listen the more that you just practice listening to other things not just other people but just listening to other things listening to the sound of nature and just really just sitting there and just taking the time to just listen to the birds chirping or just listening to the environment around you I know I love being like near water specifically like the ocean but obviously I'm not near an ocean I mean in Florida I am but like I think the closest beach is probably like an hour and a half away and I'm not driving an hour and a half away to go listen to the ocean but you know if you want to play ocean sounds on your phone or if there's a lake or something or if you are like relatively close to a beach going to the beach and stuff and just listening to nature um I know I love quiet and natural noise that's like my favorite so definitely tuning into noise because I think it'll help you you know tune into yourself it'll create that peaceful environment that you need also journal and then meditate on it. That's something that I did with um, some of the students is I had them journal based on some questions and then they meditated on it. And a lot of them really benefited from it because I think when you write something down and then you meditate, it helps you to be grounded because you've written out everything that you needed to say onto a piece of paper. And now I feel like it helps your mind be more clear to just truly be able to meditate on it um and you know sometimes you do need a journal topic and there's so many journal topics out there um to do there's like journaling books 
there's um, just journal topics on websites that you can do. There's so many different things to help you out with that. Um, and I even saw like this one girl recently, she made a good point about how she struggles with freestyle journaling, which is really valid because I know sometimes I can too. Um, sometimes I do need a topic or something to help guide my thoughts. So it's not just me trying to write a whole dissertation on my feelings. Um, but she said she reads a part of her Bible and then journals. So like even if you do that or if you're not religious in that way, like just reading something, whether it's some sort of motivational book or another religious type of book and just reflecting on it and then journaling on how whatever you read connects with your life or where you want to be. So I think that'll be good too to help you get your thoughts going and um, your inner voice flowing. Also, just be sure to take care of yourself mentally and physically, because when you really focus on getting yourself into a routine and just truly taking care of all aspects of your of yourself, it makes a big difference in your inner voice journey. Um, like, for example, me getting on my anxiety medications and going to the gym on a consistent basis, it's really helped make a difference to me. And um, I've realized it truly has been helping me because these past two weeks, I've been faced with a lot of just different roadblocks and challenges, but I really shocked myself a bit with almost how calm I was in certain situations and handling it. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm growing and I see the growth and I love to see that. So um, now definitely don't get me wrong. Like I was having my moments of being upset and having doubt, but the, for the most part, I feel like I handled a lot of situations that I've faced this past two weeks or so pretty well, a lot more calm than usual, because I think I'm really starting to have like my self-care I'm going to the gym I'm taking care of myself physically I'm eating a lot better um and I'm just really you know of course I can do better as far as like things like my sleep schedule and things like that but again it's a working progress but I think just taking care of myself in all these different areas of my life and becoming really serious and dedicated to it it's helping me a lot just finding my way and just creating a healthy relationship with myself and my inner voice. So um, again, definitely still a work in progress, nowhere near perfect, but it's a lot better than where it was for sure. Um, also spend time away from technology and uh, just create that peace around you so you can have inner peace. So, you know, sometimes technology can be really distracting. It can make us struggle with finding, well, first of all, struggle with having real meaningful connections with other people, let alone ourselves. So I think when you take those moments throughout the day to just separate yourself from technology for a bit and just practice that inner voice, because you have to create a peaceful environment for your inner voice. If there's chaos going on, if there's a whole bunch of noise, if there's like multiple things going on, technology, a TV on, all these different different things, you're going to have a very hard time connecting with your inner voice. So it's up to you to create that peaceful environment for you to be able to in, in turn have that peaceful inner voice. You have to create that environment of just peace so you can actually hear yourself, you know. Um, 
and you know try not to let the worst thoughts take over just one thought at a time one thing at a time one foot in front of the other which again that's definitely a working progress because it can be hard to block out the negativity but just continue to practice one foot in front of the other also um you know just really tuning into your inner voice it's going to help you um know yourself more and it will help you create those healthy boundaries and healthy relationships with yourself and others and it's just going to help you make more sound decisions and um just learn to trust yourself and that voice you hear within you i know it can be hard sometimes it can be scary and it can just be overwhelming but learn to just trust yourself in that voice you hear sometimes we don't want to hear the answers we don't want to hear the things our inner voice has to say but that's okay it's the guiding voice for us it's the main voice that we hear so trust yourself listen to yourself continue taking care of yourself and just practice and develop those skills that you need to have that healthy connection with your inner voice because it plays a major role in you know how the course of how your life is going to go now into the let's discuss segment So, of course, um, for this Let's Discuss segment, I had to touch on the women's basketball LSU versus Iowa game controversy um, of Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark and stuff. Uh, first, before I even get into that, I do want to say that I loved watching the game and I loved the attention and recognition that women's basketball is getting because I feel like oftentimes women's women in sports are overlooked or they're mistreated or they're just always getting the worst of the worst criticism so I really love how they're getting so much attention and how people were actually interested in watching the game and stuff so um yeah I thought that was good but as far as the Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark situation I just hate that it just always has to be something um because for me it's just like why is it okay for one person to do something and not the other um and I just feel like it's a lot of racism playing a role in it because um it's just like I feel like her being black and then of course being a woman on top of it that double minority um, and I just feel like it also just goes back to, again, just sexism in sports because men in all different sports, whether it is basketball, football, golf, whatever it is, like men do some very, very outrageous things in sports. And it truly just gets looked past most of the time. But when women do it, it becomes like this major issue. And I mean, regardless whether race, um, gender, sex, whatever, like, it isn't right at all um regardless all around it's not right no matter who does it but sports get competitive and one person or one certain group of people shouldn't have to have it be looked past over another and I just think that I hate that people have made it a bigger deal than what it is because from even the post-game interviews it doesn't seem like either Angel Reese or Caitlin Clark really 
I mean, we're thinking too much of it because it's a competition, like it's sports. So it's just, you know, I mean, either way, like I just think being a good sport regardless is good, but I don't think either one of them really thought too much of it so it's like I feel like people outside of it made it a bigger deal than what it needed to be and they're taking away that moment from just this moment in women's sports where it's getting the recognition so I I just hate that people are making it way bigger than even the players who were affected they're not even thinking that deep into it so it's just I just wish people would not try to find drama in everything but you know it is what it is and you know I'm you know hopefully we will have growing I always try to have some type of faith in people but people make it very hard sometimes <laughs> but also on another note I found out that Flaw J um plays for LSU and I was so shook because I don't think a lot of people know, but Flaw J, she was on the rap game, uh, which is, uh, well, which was, it's not on anymore, but it was hosted by Jermaine Dupree. And the rapper Lotto, she was actually on their season one. Flaw J was on their season four. And I had no idea. I thought Flaw J was still working on her rap career. So when I saw people like, oh, let's recognize Flaw J on the LSU women's basketball team, I was like, wait, I was like, the Flaw J from the rap game? I was like, what? And so I just thought that was so cool because I was just like, wow, I... It was just so amazing to me because I truly did not know that she started playing basketball. I thought she was still working on her rap career. So I just thought it was just such a great moment for me to just like, I was like, wow, because the rap game was a part of, it was a huge part of my high school like life. That was, I always tuned in every Friday or whatever day it used to come on. So I just, I thought that was super cool. And I'm really proud of her because uh, I remember her story on the rap game. I think like her dad had got killed or something when she was really young and stuff and she struggled and she tried to find her outlets and stuff and rapping was one of them so I think it's just I just think it's really amazing because I know her dad is just looking down and he's so proud of her for you know all the things she's doing so I just thought that was just amazing to see her thriving in life even in a different way than she thought she would so but, you know, overall, I love the hype for women and, you know, um, just it's great entering into a new month right after Women's History Month and um, just having this hype around women's sports. I wish it was a little more positive, but, you know, I'm glad that people are recognizing that women's sports can be just as interesting, you know, as men's sports. So and I just hope people can, you know, take this as a moment to see that women deserve recognition, too. And their sports and the things that they contribute to society can be exciting, too. And, you know, not have something as simple as, you know, a hand gesture get in the way of that recognition. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was, whatever voice you have in between your two ears, make sure it's not your own worst enemy. Make it your biggest cheerleader. I absolutely loved this quote for this episode because, you know, your inner voice, which is that voice in between your two ears, it does not need to be your worst enemy. I feel like we already deal with people who are going to be critical of us. We live in a world where people are critical of literally 
anything, the most positive things, somebody will find something negative to say. So I feel like you have to have at least that one guaranteed voice that can be your biggest cheerleader and that is you and that is your inner voice, which is why it is so important to just nurture it and practice like making that connection with it because you need that you need to have that inner voice that's your biggest cheerleader because also if you have your inner voice being your worst enemy that can kind of affect the way that you treat other people because if you don't have that healthy relationship within yourself you can't really create healthy relationships with others as well so i think it's just super important to make sure that you have a good relationship within yourself and that you can be your own biggest cheerleader because it will benefit you and your relationships in the best way and you deserve it like you deserve to be able to be happy and to have that healthy connection within yourself that can be like hey you're you know you're doing well you might have fell short here but it's okay because this is what we're going to do to you know develop and to do better and to improve so you know, have that type of relationship with your inner voice. Because um, like I said, we already have enough people in the world that are going to criticize us. So the last person we need to do that is ourselves. Also, before I end this segment, as mentioned in my previous episodes, you know, I made my commitment during my Black History Month series, the host of Taco Brothers that leading up to my 100th episode, I would watch a classic Black movie of their choice and make a brief statement about, um, my overall thoughts after watching it. So last time in my last episode, I talked about how I watched the movie Set It Off and I talked about it a little bit and stuff. This time from their list, I decided to watch How Stella Got Her Groove Back. And I had heard of this movie before, but obviously it came out way before I was born. So, um, but it was on Hulu. So I was like, okay, I'll take advantage of that. But, um, you know, I never got around to watching it. Um, all the other times I had seen it like on TV and stuff, but I finally got around to watching it now because it's on Hulu and stuff. So um, basically it's about this older woman who she's single and she goes on vacation with her best friend. And then essentially she's trying to get her groove back um, since becoming single and she finds love and stuff. And so when I watched it on Hulu recently, um, I definitely really loved it and I enjoyed it because I love love. Side note, there's this um, couple that I have been following their journey on Instagram and like uh, TikTok a little bit too. I've been following their journey for years and they finally got married like a weekend or two ago. And I was just so happy watching their wedding. I sat there and I watched it like it was just, I was watching their, uh, I was watching their Instagram stories and their groomsmen and bridesmaids Instagram stories. And I was like, I just want somebody to go on Instagram live so I can watch the whole reception. Like, I just love love. I really do. I just, I, I love love. I am a hopeless romantic. Um, but anyways, um, I also, for some reason, I love movies and episodes of TV shows that involve people being on vacation for some reason. I, I don't know why. I just like love those type of things. I just feel like the best movies and episodes of shows are when people are on a good vacation or on an island or something. Um, so I think overall, I'd rate How Stella Got Her Groove back a uh, five out of five stars. It was a pretty good, like a feel good type of movie to me. 
and it wasn't too much and I just feel like it's just one of those good romantic type of movies with like that fun vacation type of vibe as well so that was definitely my speed and I I highly recommend it even though I'm sure quite a lot of people have already seen it I'm very late to the party but if you haven't if you're late like me I highly recommend it That is all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight. Yeah.